This podcast is sponsored by OMI, the company that makes CRM work. Today, we are speaking with Trip Wallace, head of global partnerships and alliances at SMS Magic. And I asked Trip to get us started by introducing himself. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I'm Trip Wallace. I uh, lead our partnerships and alliances here in North America at SMS Magic. So essentially, I manage all of our resellers and referral partners um, that uh, refer SMS Magic to their customers, um, as well as handling our strategic partnership with with Zoho uh, CRM and as well as uh, Salesforce CRM. Got it. Um, and Trip, can you tell us a little bit about SMS Magic? You know, just broad strokes. What do you guys do? How do you serve? Just, yeah, just story of the business. Yeah, absolutely. So um, we were founded in 2007. So we're a multi-channel business messaging solution. So what I mean by multi-channel is we use the the standard carriers around the world. So when you receive a text to your cell phone, you get it over AT&T, T-Mobile, Verizon, all that good stuff. Um, but we also integrate with Facebook Messenger and WhatsApp, so you can re- you can receive messages uh, through those channels as well. Uh, we're a global business, so we have you know we have customers all over the world in every geography. We service every industry. Um, essentially, anyone that needs to communicate with their customers and prospects could be a fit for us. Uh, however, there are a couple industries we seem to do the best with. Um, you know, they seem to gravitate towards us the most: uh, healthcare, legal, higher education, financial services. Um, we provide automated messaging as well as one-to-one conversational messaging and one-to-many bulk messaging capabilities. Um, as I mentioned, you know, working with Salesforce and Zoho, our solutions are fully integrated into their CRMs. Uh, we also have a standalone solution. So if a customer is not using a CRM, they can just use us standalone. Um, particularly with Salesforce, that's probably our biggest relationship. We get the majority of our customers through their app exchange. Um, if you go into their app exchange and you search business messaging, we're the, we're the first name that comes up. Um, you can compare us to our competitors in that space. You'll see if we've got the most five-star reviews, got the most downloads. Um, literally 90, 91% of our reviews are five-star reviews. Quite proud of that. Um, we were recently named 2021 APAC Partner of the Year by Salesforce as well. So that's something we're real proud of. Um, when it comes to Zoho, uh, we're not just the most downloaded messaging app for the Zoho marketplace, but we're consistently one of the top five most downloaded apps annually overall on their marketplace. So we yeah, do really well in the messaging space. That's an awesome overview. I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I want to get to, you know, dig into the business a little bit in a minute, but I'm curious, you know, Founded in 2007, mm-hmm. and we've just seen, you know, mobile commerce and delivery services and just all of that stuff take off in the last decade. You guys were really early. Um, and of course, SMS is in the name, but you mentioned that you've, you know, you do work now in Facebook Messenger and a bunch of other uh, services like that. So I, I kind of wonder if you could just talk to me about, you know, the staying power of text messages, because it, it seems like even though there's so much disruption you know, people still text all the time. It's still like just a yeah. very, very fundamental way that we communicate. And so how do you, how do you guys think about all that? Yeah, absolutely. Um, it's, I think it probably comes along with the, the younger generation. Um, not that I'm old or anything. I don't consider myself. I'm 39. <laughs> it's, it's all right. We'll, I, we'll give you a pass. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm technically a millennial according to, I guess what they say a millennial is, but I never really considered myself a millennial, but, um, the, you know, I didn't, I didn't get a cell phone until my freshman year of college in 2001, but there's a whole generation behind me that grew up with cell phones and that's their preferred way of communicating is, is through text. And um, it's kind of funny. I, I think back on when I first had a cell phone, you're getting a phone call and you're, 
on your cell phone was like a really cool thing. If you remember, we used to we used to have ringback tones, so people would call you, they could hear a song playing, and then you'd have your favorite song as your as your ringtone. So yeah, but now people don't even have their phone you know on anymore. It's always on silent. No one's paying any attention to phone calls. No one's going to answer a call if it's uh, not a saved contact in their phone. Um, but people will answer text messages. Um, I mean, at, at, at any time, I mean, you could be in a meeting with your boss and someone shoots your text, you'll look and read that text. So, um, so what companies are finding out is that like, Hey, this is, this is a really good way of communicating with folks, a really good way of reaching them. Um, you know, if you, we've got numbers to sort of back all this stuff up, of course, too. So, um, a lot of times, messaging sort of gets compared to emailing um, as a way of, of outreach. So um, response rates to text are 45% compared to 6% for email. Yeah. I don't think, um, I don't see them as, as the same at all. That's really interesting. I, I just, it's yeah. so much better to text so much faster. Exactly. Yeah. You get much faster response rates. Um, you get much higher open rates. So um, initially when we sort of land with a company, uh, a lot of time it's the marketing department. Um, marketing will say, okay, we need a way to blast out messages. The emails are, are okay. It's, it's, a, it's a channel that works. Um, but if you think about your own life, think about folks in leadership positions at companies, their email gets out there through all these different companies that sell these marketing services and LinkedIn and all this stuff. And I know me personally, now that, you know, my career has progressed and I've gone from an SDR to now head of partnerships, I get a lot more marketing emails in my inbox of companies trying to sell me their services and solutions. And um, I can, you know, I get so many of them. I can't, I can't read them all. So, uh, decision makers out there, they have to decide, you know, what are they going to do about all these emails? You can't read them all. So you really got to catch, you really got to catch my attention with that, uh, with that subject line. And if it's something that might interest me, I'll start reading, but I can tell within the first couple sentences, if this is something that I'm, that I'm interested mm -hmm. in or not, and I'll just delete it if I'm not interested. And most of the emails I get to get deleted and phone calls, I'm not answering my phone unless, you know, you, you are in my contacts or I'm expecting a call with, you know, when it comes to text, people are using, you know, people are reading those texts. So marketing departments are using that to sort of start engaging better with uh, potential leads. Uh, once they do get that engagement, um, then usually goes over to sales teams and sales teams start to realize, hey, um, you know, a big part of sales is that follow up. You know, you do your you do your demo, you do your presentation, you, you establish next steps with the prospect and then you got to follow up with them. And a lot of times those emails go unresponded and you spend a lot of time chasing folks around. I don't think anyone in the sales world can can relate to that, but they're finding that, hey, if I just shoot this guy a text, I'll get a response. I'll get an update on their decision-making process here and I can kind of move this sale along faster. So if you can move the sale along faster, you start closing more deals. And then once those once those leads that were brought by marketing become customers, uh, closed by the sales team, then they become customers. And then, so now companies are trying to find ways to better engage with their customers. You know, how can we update them on product releases? Uh, how can we send them information, um, you know, about our services and solutions? Um, you know, support team, for example, maybe there's a support case. We got to close these support cases faster. Texan's a great way to doing that. Um, and then when it comes to, particular industries, uh, every industry kind of has their own unique uh, use cases that they, they use messaging for. 
I know with healthcare, sending out appointment reminders is a big deal. Um, you know, people skipping or missing appointments sort of backs them up and sort of a waste of time and a waste of money. So being able to send out an automated text that says, hey, thanks for booking uh, your next appointment. It's at this date. And then an automated text can go out a week prior. Or, and then another message can go out the day of reminding them that they've got these meetings. You know, legal industries use that as well. Um, financial services can use text messaging to speed up the loan process. Um, I actually had a, had a call with um, the Salesforce team that oversees hospitality and leisure recently, and they had all kinds of cool use cases. Um, if you're thinking about the casino industry or the hotel industry or you know cruise lines, things of that nature, um, they can use text messaging to better engage with customers that are on site. You know, they can set it up as a Q&A center for customers or allow customers to, or guests as they call it, uh, allow a guest to order room service, order bottles of champagne. Uh, if they want to drive activity at the casino or whatever they got going on, they say, hey, go down to craps table, meet our, meet our hostess there. She's got a promotion for you. Or don't forget about two for one drinks down at the cabana, all that kind of stuff. A, a great way to sort of give a VIP experience experience to their customers and, and, you know, messaging is a great way of doing that because people have their phones in their pockets and they're checking their phones all the time. All right. Well, you, you answered my next question, which was, you mm-hmm. know, I wanted some examples of the ways that companies are using conversational marketing. You, yeah. you gave me some, some industries, you know, legal, mm-hmm. uh, medical, healthcare, um, and, and then some use cases. It's fascinating. And, and I guess, you know, the question that comes to mind for me is, you know, I, I get various texts from companies and so, and I sort of think of them in levels of like, I don't know, usefulness for me. Like, mm-hmm. okay, the reminder is super useful, right? Um, and then like, it goes all the way down to maybe, I don't know, like, I don't really need a, a text about um, a furn- you know, outdoor furniture. I'm getting those mm-hmm. now because we just moved and I'm getting a lot of those. <laughs> um, and I guess, w- what are some things that companies should keep in mind as they think about, you know, instituting conversational marketing or, or you know, or, or whatever... Maybe that's only a subset of what you guys would would consider mm-hmm. your business. Um, but you know, across sales, marketing, commerce, various service areas, what are some things people, you know companies should keep in mind as they start to spin that up? Yeah, well, the the first one is pretty obvious, and I've, I've basically already touched on most of that already. Ready is what's what's your return on investment going to be with this? So, if, if you're thinking about how can better communication affect the business is someone in marketing, some head of sales, that that's going to be pretty easy for them to figure out. The, the, the ROI is fairly obvious on, on better communicating. Um, but you kind of touched on that with uh, some of your, uh, with how you said, you know, sometimes I get messages about appointment reminders, which is very useful, but sometimes it might just be sort of a, a marketing message. Um, so things to consider are our compliance. That is a big thing. We get a lot of questions about that from uh, interested prospects on, hey, well, how, how do I make sure that I'm compliant in my industry? Um, you know, financial services has a lot of regulations around data. Um, healthcare in particular, you think about HIPAA compliance, you know, we can't share certain information over the phone, over text, that kind of thing. Um, if you're thinking about doing business in Europe, they've got GDPR to consider. And one of the major selling points of, of our solution with SMS Magic is all the, all the tools and functionality and, and features to remain compliant in any industry and in any geography are built into our solution. So ways to capture consent, there's variety of different ways you can capture consent you can you can opt in you can have keyword you know yes or no uh, ways to say yes i want to receive the appointment reminders but no i don't need the marketing stuff um 
all those are things that need to be considered when you're a company looking at messaging solutions. How easy is this to implement? How can I make sure that if we're ever audited, that I can say, okay, this customer opted into this, here's a record of it. Um, and that type of stuff is is doable on most platforms, but a lot of times it requires specific coding for every option of consent, where with our solution, SMS Magic, it's, it's much simpler much easier to use, much easier to set up. We've got a team that can that can help the users because a lot of customers, you know, they know they need to be compliant, but they might not have anyone dedicated to understanding all of those regulations. And they'll rely on our team to sort of guide them through that process. And um, that's always been, since I've been with the company here a little over a year now, that one of our major selling points is, is understanding the compliance aspect. Mm -hmm. That's great. Um, yeah, and, and I should be clear. Sometimes those marketing messages do work uh, if I'm feeling hungry or something. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, awesome. Uh, I'm wondering, you know, we talked about how messaging, you know, SMS, you know, now people are using Facebook Messenger, other other services, WhatsApp. I'm sure you guys, mm -hmm. you know, um, are considering all this stuff. So what what is the future, though? Like, I, you know, we sort of know where we came from. We know where we are. Where do you see this going? Um, well, you're going to see greater adoption. Um, surprisingly enough, in, in North America, um, it's not as widespread as, as you would think. You know, people are starting to see that they're getting a lot more messages, but places like Asia and Europe have been adopting business messaging much sooner. So uh, first, you'll see it become much more prevalent in the United States and in North America. Um, you'll also start to see more social media platforms being leveraged. So I mentioned that we've got at SMS Magic, Facebook integration and, and WhatsApp integration. But, but globally, there's a lot of um, there's a lot of platforms that people are using to send messages out there. So you'll start to see a lot more of those integrated in. Um, you'll also see uh, a need for a single hub or tool that's going to integrate all of these platforms into a single place. Um, Currently, what you see a lot of in the business messaging space is, okay, I'm using this CRM and I have this separate app here for my messaging. And they might have some API calls, um, but not fully integrated. Um, and then we've got our, our, you know, our VoIP phone service that we use. This is another tool. What businesses are going to want is a, is a single tool and a single hub that incorporates all their social media platforms, all their email marketing or email messaging needs, all their text messaging needs, all their uh, voice phone needs, all integrated into a single tub, excuse me, a single hub. And then um, I would say the, I guess the thing that's probably coming in the future that you'll start to see more of is artificial intelligence incorporated into um into messaging bots. Um, think of messaging bots. You go to a website, little chat bobble pops up, says, "Hey, what can you know? What are you interested in?" And you'll say something like, "I need support." And it'll the way it, most of them currently work now is it's a keyword response. It, it recognizes the word support, and that'll trigger an automated response. It says, "Okay, it sounds like you're interested in support. Which of these options best fits your question?" That type of thing. And all that gets is pre-programmed in when it comes to keyword responses. So I believe in the future, there's going to be a lot more artificial intelligence that will start to recognize response patterns and behaviors and be able to provide uh, better replies to your messages that are more suited to your needs. Uh, super, super interesting. Um, you know, uh, Trip, wonder where people can find more information about SMS magic, um, you know, and then maybe sign up for uh, some more info or, or to get started. 
Yeah. Well, the easiest thing is, would be our website, sms-magic.com. Um, most people probably find us through Salesforce App Exchange. There's an intercom feature on there. You can reach out to us directly through there. Uh, same with the Zoho Marketplace. Um, if you're using Zoho or if you're using Salesforce, uh, you're likely working with a Salesforce systems integrator or consultant. Um, you can ask them about us. Majority of them out there know who we are because their customers have asked about SMS Magic or, or specifically have asked about messaging. They might not know who to use, so they'll turn to their trusted advisors with their CRM and say, "Hey, we need them. We'd love to incorporate messaging." Those trusted advisors then turn towards the App Exchange or, or the marketplace and. And because we're you know so prevalent on those, we're usually the first one that pops up. And that's how we get a lot of our resellers and referral partners is the customer will ask their consultant. Consultant doesn't have a messaging partner. They go to the app exchange, they find us, and they reach out that way. Well, Trip, it has been really interesting to hear about this thing that we all use, but I don't think most of us know a whole lot about behind the curtain. So appreciate yes. your time today, and, and thanks a lot. You're welcome. It was a pleasure. Yeah.